ho, ho. Merry Christmas. I'm Kiss Chisholm. I'm Kiss Chisholm. I'm Kiss Chisholm. I'm Chisholm. That's great. I'm Kiss Chisholm. I'm Kiss Chisholm. I'm Merry Christmas. That's great. What's up, Fudgebaggers? Welcome to Pure Boys Podcast. I'm Adam, and you're in. And I'm Steve, and you're urine. You're urine, that's correct, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's up, Pappy? Hey, you know what? Merry Christmas oranges to you. Merry Christmas oranges to you. I doff my hat to you. And all those out there who want to celebrate Christmas, even those in Australia where it's warm. And that's, eh. Nah. Can you really celebrate Christmas if it's warm? I don't know. It no. seems he. It seems like something a heathen would do. It takes all the erm out of it for me, you know? For sure, yeah. And the, my biggest concern is Christmas is where's the erm going to come from? I'm so, I'm so flippin' hungry. Are you? Yeah, I'm hungry for these oranges. Oh my gosh. Well, listeners, we have a very special treat for you today. Actually, it's probably going to be audio torture for you, if I had to guess. Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> this week, we're talking about the 2012 something or other classic Christmas oranges. Uh, the Apocalypse Quintology is garbage trash and in the past, and now it's Jesus Christ Christmas season, keeping the Christ in Christmas, and so now it's time to start talking about Christmas movies, and we're starting it off with Christmas Oranges. Yeah, we're going to get into some real class uh, podcasting this month, I think. It's going <laughs> to really feed your bones. Well, and here's the thing. Christmas movies, I feel like, are the Christian's bread and butter when it comes to cinema. It's, it's either God propaganda or heartwarming Christmas movies this one is neither it's a very depressing bleak movie about children in the 1920s just having the worst life ever yeah it's uh pretty depressing the cinematography <laughs> is perfect oh beautiful so if you're into that mm-hmm. yeah if you want to see a movie filmed in an old mansion and the backyard of that mansion you're in luck you're in and if you think you're going to see a lot of oranges during this movie, uh, you're kind of out of luck because uh, it's the only thing these poor orphans pine for. <laughs> well, these two poor orphans don't have to pine for anything because we're doing yeah. a very special treat for ourselves. <laughs> and not even really ourselves. This is going to be bad in the end. But we have each purchased a box of Christmas oranges and we are going to peel and eat as many Christmas oranges as we can during the recording of this episode once we start talking about the movie, because it's technically not Christmas orange time yet. If you want to follow along and <laughs> eat a bunch of Christmas oranges, please, and then tweet us with your numbers, Yep, uh, and be honest, because God's watching. Of course. And we're going to include pictures of our peels on the Twitter so you can see, uh, you know, how we can, we'll prove to you how many oranges we've eaten. I haven't eaten any this year, so this is an exciting first for me. Hashtag show us the peels. We're going to show you our peels. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is my third Christmas orange of the year. Okay, all right. And up to who knows how many. Well, of course, yeah. I I brought my box of Christmas. Hey, you know what? We need to do the Peabody's Prayer before we get any further, the way we start all podcasts. Yeah, we're too excited. We really want to get into this. We're just... <sighs> 
champing at the bit. I can smell these oranges smell so good. It's like I feel like an orphan who's never tasted an orange before. I can't wait to get my teeth into one of these and see what they're like. I'm surprised the orphans oh. even knew how to prepare them. Like there there wasn't one orphan that just bit into its skin and all and was like, Whoa, this is terrible. Yeah, they don't really know what fruit is. I think they get their vitamin C by an injection in the 1910s. I think they get it from porridge because that seems to be all they eat. <laughs> they live like the crew of the Nebuchadnezzar from the Matrix and just eat slop. Gruel, baby. Okay, we Very are gruel. getting into this. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. All right. Prayer. Here we go. God, God bless, bless our podcast. podcast. God bless all podcasts. podcasts. We, we love, love you. you. And we love Christmas oranges. Yes, we do. Starring a bunch of people that look like they're famous, but are not famous. Like a bunch of famous, not even doppelgangers. Like doppelgangers of like D-list celebrities are in this movie. It's a very weird movie, but uh, I'll tell you what won't be weird. How many Christmas oranges as we eat and how much diarrhea or no poop we have later. I'm not sure what it, what that's going to do to us. Maybe it'll be one of each. Adam and Steve ride again. Hey, that's right. Did you introduce yourself? I introduced myself as Adam. Did you say that yeah, you're Steve? Okay. I said, uh, I'm Steve and you're urine. And you're urine. Is yep. what I said. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And I am urine. And um, <laughs> before, before we get to these, oh... Oh, delicious Christmas oranges. Uh, we need to do everyone's favorite segment on the show, and that is, of course, the... The Kevin Sorbo Read of the Week. Are you, are you doing this week's? Did you pick one? Uh, yep, here it is. Uh, Joe Biden hates Christmas. Just kidding, <laughs> he didn't tweet that yet, but he, I'm sure he will in the future. Yeah, he's definitely going to tweet that. He's going to... Um, he likes uh, Hanukkah more, like, probably. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Of course, yeah. Hey, how many oranges are you currently holding in your hands? Because I have two. What? I have one. I'm holding two, like, those uh, Chinese handballs. You know, the ones that, like, make the sound when you rotate them around? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, Chinese handballs. They have uh, nice designs on them, mostly China ones. Mm -hmm. They come in a and, very uh, nice silk box. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this tweet oh. happened at 6.38 p.m. Oh. on November 30th, 2021. Oh, Kevin, that's so late. That's such a late p.m. Yeah. That's, ugh. Okay. You're almost 70. You should be in bed by now. Is he almost 70? Uh, he's in his 60s, I think. Well, I hope he's at least 69, my brother. Don't quote me on that, and I don't think he is. But <laughs> here is the... Week. Give us the scheme. Florida has the lowest COVID transmission rate in the country. Wake up, people. <laughs> Great. Well, this is not a political podcast, so legally we are not allowed to talk about COVID or anything like that. Although, we will talk about it in talking about this movie, so uh, yeah. what a trip. Get into it. We're going to talk about COVID this whole podcast. That's right. Starting with this tweet, Kevin's well-informed tweet about the COVID numbers in the yeah. worst run. Anyway, let's not get into it. This is not a political podcast. I got to find a good orange that, like, is easy to open. Uh, this bag is kind of crap for him. Well, okay, I'm shutting off Kev's. Uh, you just got to roll them in your hands. You got to get the peel loose away from the, the orange. Then you got a nice it, well, soft orange. 
the flatter ones I find are really good for opening. Yeah. They got that groove on both sides, you know? You're absolutely right. And I agree with you that the, it is the like the 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 more oblong the uh the orange, the better that peel comes off. The Are you here, let's before we get into it, let's talk about peeling techniques for a second here. Are you yeah. an elephant man or are you just like buck wild when you peel? What do you do? What's your technique? I've gone back and forth. I was an elephant man for quite a while, right. but now I go buck wild. And I just want to get at the meat, you know? <laughs> I don't care how I get it. I just want to get at the meat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, one thing I learned about oranges uh, through this whole situation yeah. is that they're really hard to determine the size of them just with a picture. Because when you sent me that picture the other day, I was like, why'd you buy full oranges? <laughs> and uh, we had a tete-a-tete uh, yep. about that. You yelled back at me, of course. And of course. then... Just today, you saw my bag of oranges on screen, and then you yelled at me, why did you get big oranges? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was, you know, we each made the mistake of thinking that the other person bought big oranges, and you know, (laughs) big orange got to us, and they really, they they got in our heads, and I I love you, and I apologize if if, uh, I came across too strong, I was concerned about your oranges, I... I wanted a fair match, so it wouldn't be fair yeah. if, like, one of your oranges was two of my oranges. It just feels like, well, that's not fair to you. I feel well, like this is a positive thing. We are yeah. keyed up. We are ready for this contest, and we want it to be fair and square mm-hmm. all the way. Exactly. And you are going to win this contest because I do most of the talking on this show. I am the blowhard yeah. who steamrolls this entire operation, so... You're going to have way more opportunities to be eating oranges while I boringly read through the plot of this movie. So congratulations. I doth my cap to you, sir. You will win. And the only part where I usually uh, talk is the Kevin Sorbo tweet of the week. So I made sure we started after that because that was your big advantage. Yeah, it really was. I was planning on dieseling two or three oranges while you read his tweet, but now I guess I just have to hope for the best and expect the worst, which means I'm going to have major intestinal distress this evening. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you have any techniques? Do you want to give away anything? Or should we just get into it? Let's get into it. Let's go. Let's God. Let's uh, let's get into this movie. I'm already peeling. I said, let's go. Let's God. I'm already peeling. Here comes the first orange. Let's go. Let's God is the peel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I'm probably not going to peel open this uh, orange. I'm probably going to eat the peel. I got to get a little bit of a head start on you. So, Well, yeah. I'm not a great peeler. I I like to take my time. Uh, did you just take that uh, orange to the dome, full orange? Yeah, it's it's a little tart. I don't know if my oranges yeah. are ready. <laughs> that was something I was thinking about earlier is, like, who's going to have the better oranges? Because that's probably going to be the winner. Honestly, I think you will. <laughs> Based on that <laughs> yeah. first orange that I ate, it was, um, um, I'm a little, it's a little, it was a little tart. Which would explain, yeah. my wife ate one earlier when I brought them home. And she was oh, like, no. <laughs> Like, this was two or three days ago, and she was like, oh. And I'm like, are they good? She's like, a little tart. And I'm like, give them two or three days. They'll sweeten up real nice. And uh, maybe that was just a bad one. I don't know. We'll see. I I almost have my first one peeled. I'm working on my Uh, second one. This movie was brought to you by Bridgestone Multimedia Group. 
which I believe did Selfie Dad or something. I uh, know it wasn't. Br- no, that we did watch a movie that was Bridgestone Multimedia Group, and it was yeah. around that time. But the company that did Selfie Dad is the one who was in Selfie Dad, and I don't think it was Bridgestone hmm. Multimedia. I think it was maybe the movie we watched after Selfie Dad. Oh yeah, Bridgestone Multimedia Group. Yeah. I feel like we're going to talk about eating oranges all this time Mm -hmm. and not talk about uh, this movie whatsoever, which doesn't have a lot of oranges and it has a lot of gruel. Like, if you were watching this movie and had a drink every time these poor orphans are eating gruel, you would be very, very drunk. Well, you'd be hammered. You'd be total Mm hammered for sure, yeah. But I'm peeling... I just had my second slice... Oh, I'm eating these oranges. Uh, w- these are one bite oranges for me. I'm peeling my third orange right now because I have to get a head start on you, or else I'm going to be in so much trouble come the end of this. I gotta pad. Yeah. I gotta pad my lead a little bit here. No, no seeds oh, so man. far though. Any seeds in yours? I have, okay. a, I have a seed. Sorry, man. Occasionally you get them. It's brutal. Yeah, my uh, my orange is delicious. This is uh, absolutely a delight. I'm feeling the Christmas spirit. He's uh, chewing on a whole orange right now, trying to get this competition in. That's three. I have a whole yeah, that's box three. of them. Whole oranges. If you think I'm scared, I'm not scared. I'm eating so many. <laughs> you know how some. You know how you can tell someone's brave when they have to tell you, "I'm not scared." All right, I'm not scared. <laughs> or you brought this competition to me. I'm gonna just destroy you at it. If you're. <laughs> Or unless you're Mr. Clapton in this movie who is like, please don't be afraid of me. Don't be afraid of me. I'm fine. Don't be afraid of me. You remember that? <laughs> you mean Mr. Crampton? Yeah, I mean Eric Clapton. That's how I have him written in my notes. So you know what? It's going to be funnier to just say that this guy's Eric Clapton rather than say his name is Mr. Crapton or whatever his name was. Uh, I honestly didn't want to call him a new name. I already learned Miss Hartley's name. Mm-hmm. Which is the, she's the owner of the original uh, orphanage where Rose, the main character, uh, grows up. She was left on the doorstep and uh, Mrs. Hartley opens the door and goes, oh, what could this be? And you live in an orphanage. You should know what this package on your front step is. It's a baby. I'll tell you what it's not. It's not a bundle of money to help fund the orphanage or anything like that. (laughs) It's another mouth to feed. Congratulations. Or medicine. No, nothing. Nothing nothing you need. Or food. It's nothing you need. It's exactly what you don't need, which is another mouth to feed in 1915 or whenever this movie starts. And this, the mother of the baby looks way too young. That that's bad casting, I feel. Mm-hmm. And she like the when the voiceover is going on, it's like, I think my mother felt bad when she left me, and it just shows the woman who plays her mother going like, <laughs> like her whole face is like imploding. <laughs> it's very funny. There's this yeah. movie is full of children actors, and they're all pretty funny in throughout it. So just in terms of like being a child actor who doesn't quite know what they're doing yet. That's four oranges for you. Mm. <laughs> I am peeling my second right now. All right, I, better... I, I'm pl- I, I don't know if I want to give my strategy right away, but I'm definitely playing the long game. I know. You're hoping I'll burn myself out in the early stages, then you can surge ahead near the end. Either that or you're just tricking me into eating a bunch of oranges and making myself sick, which is also pretty funny, and I'm down for that too. But uh, I'm going to surge. 
just watch until I surge. I'm going to surge all over your face. Buddy, you better surge, because if I, if I win this competition with, like, a 10 orange lead, I'm going to be so pissed off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so... Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Hartley finds a baby. There's a bunch of other kids at the orphanage, and there's a uh, great scene where one of the one of the little kids goes, "Well, what should we name her?" And Mrs. Hartley goes, "Let's call her Christmas Oranges." <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas Oranges grows up in this orphanage, and it's just a delight. It's uh, it's um, the perfect orphanage for a little girl to grow up in and have lots of leave throwing there's lots of uh fall fun that happens in the credit montage i mean there's so much throwing of all kinds of things they throw leaves several times at each other and then they also just throw like snowballs and dirt and like it's just it's just fun you know it's just a fun time well they didn't have all these stupid freaking phones or tablets Exactly. They didn't have Paw Patrol to get those kids all fired up and wired. This oh. is a period piece. Yes, in that everyone in it is on their period for most of them. <laughs> uh, an- another kid shows up at the orphanage after a few years of Rose being there. Rose is the main girl. Another girl shows up, and they go, let's name her Felicity because she's so sweet and full of life. And I went, Huh? What what does that mean? I don't understand. Well, felicity means happiness, right? Is that what comes out? That's what they say later. Yeah, the yeah. Mrs. Hartley's like, "Oh, well we named her Felicity cuz it means it literally means happiness." I don't know if that's true. I'm not going to fact check that. Maybe back then you could tell a kid anything back then. You could tell them tell them that their name means God all himself. What difference does it make? There's no internet, there's no baby books back then. You just got to trust. It should have been named Hallelujah, because what a child. Oh, what child is this? That kid uh, That kid is very important to the plot, as we'll soon find out. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, we have to have another leaf fight, and uh, big leaf fight, and then a shot of the kids, like, throwing dice in the alley, which I thought was kind of weird. <laughs> They're, like, gambling. And then more leaf fights, and it's fun, but... There is a very clear shot of kids just chucking dice in an alleyway, which I didn't understand what that's supposed to mean, but I loved it. Maybe, um, well, they have a lot of money, these orphans. The orphanage, not so much. No, 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 but the orphans are, they got lots of money to throw around and gamble with each other, so. Yeah, it's a traveling gamble spot where you go and gamble kids <laughs> for lots and lots of money. Yeah, there's, it's like right off the rail yard and a bunch of hobos come by and they gamble for kids and for pork and beans and hobo satchels and all kinds of fun stuff like that. Yeah, hobos and orphans. Some of the most uh, lucrative uh, businesses in uh, the 1910s. I'm going to be honest, the only difference is age. That's the only difference between an orphan and a hobo. Show me show me a difference that isn't related to age. Also, orange number six, down the hatch. Orange number six, okay. I got to search here because this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, these oranges are so delicious. Mine I am better. Just loving every bite. The more I eat, the less it's bad. <laughs> yeah. The more is good, the more I eat. What do you have before this? Was it very sugary? No, I ate a big... Um, <laughs> I made a bunch of, like, macaroni and cheese. I ate a, <laughs> I ate a heavy pasta cheese lunch. 
You know what grows great right before an eating contest of sweet fruit? Yeah. Heavy wheat. Oh, yeah. Heavy wheat and cheese. Fill, in, fill up your guts. Making, I made a roux and, like, made my own cheese sauce and everything. It was a very complicated procedure, and now my guts are full of that. I expected to have more time to... to process that but then you hit me up with mm -hmm. hey you want to start an hour early and i was like well i guess this is what i'm working with so let's go <laughs> see i'm coming at you at all angles i'm a devious beat hey i love whatever direction you're coming at me from so uh <laughs> <laughs> is the first shot after the leaf having fun gruel do they go right to gruel I think the first shot after the leaf fight is the beginning of another leaf fight years later. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we have to get introduced to Josephine, the mean girl at this first door. Not mean girl, but just like, I don't know, the jerk at the orphanage that Rose grows up in. And she's like, Rose is like, come join us in the leaf fight, Josephine. And she goes, no, and she leaves. And then there's just this shot of Rose standing there looking very sad while people just huck handfuls of leaves into her face. It's very funny. Like, just, just 10, 20 leaves just bouncing off her face at a time while she stands just stone still. Good for her. And these aren't, like, light leaves. These are damp, gross, almost winter leaves. Oh yeah, the, there's already been a frost at this point, and like yeah. so they're you know they're like oh crap we got to get these leaves cleaned up. But that's how you build up the strength of an orphan. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing with orphans you got to work on their stats first and foremost. Every orphan is really low in stats, and it's going to be hard to get their strength up because they're not getting proper food. But you can do what you can with like intelligence and dexterity and things like that. And, uh, you know, in the end, you got a pretty decent orphan that maybe some rich people want to adopt, unless they're too old. You got that decent orphan. Yeah. Do you, you think orphans nowadays got it good compared to these orphans, or is it just as bad? I'd imagine it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> because Probably they're... not as much outdoor time. That and, like, you know, before it was like, oh, well, you know, like, oh, the... To an orphan, it's like, oh, they're getting a Christmas tree this year. Wow, that family must be rich. They have a Christmas tree. Whereas now, if you're an orphan, it's like, I can go on Instagram and see a kid half my age dabbing in Abu Dhabi on top of, like, the friggin' Burj Khalifa, right? So yeah. it's uh, it's probably, there's a lot more FOMO nowadays, I would imagine, than back then. Orange number seven. I don't, I don't know if there's any, like, small-town orphanages nowadays. I think those are... A thing of the past. Mm. Influenza is kind of ravaging this country right now, so there's a lot <laughs> of orphans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ugh. That one what had number a, was that? Seven. That one had a seed in it. <laughs> Did you swallow the seed? <laughs> no, I don't want an orange tree to grow in my stomach. Uh, I was just going to warn you, but you know. You know the tricks. Yeah, I'm a, I made it to adulthood. I know the tricks, yeah. Um. So, yeah, but then we get the gruel. From the from the sad leaf fight, we cut straight to the gruel, and um, yeah. one of the kids, Walter, is like, "Do we have to eat oatmeal? The oatmeal makes my tummy hurt." And all the kids are like, "Eat the oatmeal, Walter!" <laughs> it's like, I think this kid's allergic. I think this kid's got this kid's celiac. Well, you better eat those oats, kid. That's the only choice you have. Well, there was not a lot of food around uh, the place at this time. No. You, the whole theme of this movie is you get what you get and you be happy with it, stupid orphan. 
you know, that classic, that classic saying, you get what you get and you be happy with it, you stupid orphan. I feel like there were a lot of orphan movies between like 1985 and 2000. Name a few. Uh, Orphan Annie... Um, you mean the Jamie Foxx version? Yeah, okay. That yeah. was much later, but we can count it. That's fair. Yeah, that was kind of more in the past. It had that oeuvre. <laughs> yeah. Of, um, Where a, a black dude could get rich in the 1920s and people would be cool with it, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think you're eating these things too fast. No, man, it's a contest. What the hell's the matter with you? <laughs> I'm going as fast as I can. They're no, you're too not. Delicious. I'm the about sugar to, is holding me down. I'm about to put number eight into my mouth, eating it whole. I'm I'm not effing around. I need I need a runway. Here comes eight. I, Here comes the glue. Oh. Here comes the glue. So this little uh, Tim Tom, I like to call him, is um he really wants muffins, yeah. and eggs, and bacon. Which I don't think even rich people had at this point in uh, history. It well, was it was some dire times. Well, the family that adopts them says that they that's what they eat for breakfast. They're lying, of course, to trick this kid into coming to work in their coal factory. But you know, whatever, that's fine. That's just how it went back then. And it it was so easy to adopt a child. You just like <laughs> walked in a room and were like that one, that one, that one, and left. Yeah, you don't. Have, there's no paperwork. There's no paper trail. You just walk in and you leave with a kid. Whichever one you want. Take your pick. It's a meat market in here. <laughs> it truly was <laughs> a, a great time in human history. Oh yeah, for sure. Absolutely, one of our finest uh, moments is is just the fact that you could just adopt any kid you wanted anywhere at any time. Even if they had a family, you just scoop them up, take them to your to your mansion. You're good to go. I mean, maybe you had to write down your name in a book, but that's it. I mean, maybe. We don't see that, certainly, so I, it's tough to say. Oh. But um, I do like that this, this scene with the kids listing off the food they want is super unrealistic because they're listing – like, Mrs. Hartley's like, hey – we can't have that stuff, but we can imagine that we can have that stuff. So let's talk about all the things we wish we could have for breakfast. And all the kids are like, bacon and eggs and like uh, McGriddle and like, uh, you know, uh, muffins and whatever kinds of stuff they want. But nobody says Pop-Tarts and nobody says Eggos. And I went, these aren't real kids. This is based on fiction as far as I'm concerned. Is that when you clued in to when it was in the past? Was yeah, this your first clue? Nobody said cinnamon toast crunch, and I was like, "Well, then it's <laughs> this has got to be in the this is like an, this is the the village all over again. This is people in the past living in the present day." Well, then these stupid orphans don't know what they're talking about. No, they're complete idiots. Get cinnamon toast crunch. It's the finest of the cereals. Fight me if you think that's wrong. Fight me if you can if you think you can name a better cereal than cinnamon toast crunch. Newsflash, genius, all cereal is garbage, so you might as well go for the one that tastes the best. No, no cereal is good for you. So eat Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Jabroni, Orange Number 9. Uh, I'd have to say Frosted Flakes. That's insane. What are you, a 55-year-old man? Frosted Flakes. I, You know what? Fine. Like what you like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you need to rake on me more for liking uh, Frosted Flakes. <laughs> Tell me other things you like so I can dunk on you for them. Uh, sugar crisp? Uh, yeah, okay. No, uh, never for me. Never, never a sugar crisp, man. Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. <laughs> can't get enough. 
We were a mini wheats household. My dad loved mini wheats. Yeah. So my dad would diesel like two bowls of mini wheats every morning. It felt like we would buy the family size packs and it would last a few days. Like we were beasts on that stuff. Orange number nine. My Pasha would really, really try to get me to uh, eat those mini wheats. The ones without the frosting. Nope. <laughs> the you ones had frosting. I'm sorry. Did you say the ones without the frosting? I didn't even know mm. that was a thing that they made. Was mini that's wheats? Just wheat. Yeah, that's just cream of wheat. I think your dad was just trying to serve you gruel. Yeah, Look. we were a gruel heavy household. And yeah. my dad would like throw down a bowl and it would slosh all over the place <laughs> and he'd go, Eat your girl, kid. <laughs> Adam. I mean, of course our father was God, so we were like, mm-hmm. God, please. And he's like, I'm Steve. not I'm not making I'm not gonna kill an animal to feed you. You gotta eat the fruit and the gruel, you know? God smokes a lot of cigars, like a lot. That's the thing they don't talk about in the Bible is how much cigar smoke God, like God is just always reeking. His fingers are stained yellow. Like he's, he's kind of gross if you, like, cause he's been smoking cigars for <laughs> 6,000 years, really. He's got like, you know, like yeah. the, the bottom of his mustache is all yellowed. Like it's just gross, man. Get it, get a better habit. Start dipping or something. He said way too many diners that had a, the smoke policy, oh, like yeah. the four smoking policy for mm-hmm. way too long. My wife and I went to uh, the Colorado a few years ago, and we ate at a restaurant in a small town, like a little greasy spoon that had a smoking section. And it was like, it's 2019, and there's people smoking over there. That's the weird, most surreal thing I've ever seen. Also, this plexiglass you put up to separate my booth from their booth is doing nothing about the smoke, so... Congrats, guys. Great restaurant. Five stars. Yeah. The food was good, though. It was a little Mexican place. It was delicious. I mean, air is everywhere, and that's where the smoke goes because it's almost air. That's the thing that they don't tell you in school is that air is everywhere. Good luck trying to escape it. If you want to get uh, if you want to get orange number 10 in you, then you better start peeling. I'm about to hit double digits, brother. What number are you on? <laughs> I don't think you want to know. I want to know. Is this two or three? I'm working on four. Hey, that's keep me informed. I need to know how the contest is going. Keep the listener informed so they know where we're at. I have never thought this in my, my entirety of existing, but I almost want a more tart uh, orange. These things are like sipping on simple syrup. It's so sweet. <laughs> This is just corn syrup. I love it. We're going to crash from all this sugar so hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're going to be flying for a bit, though. Good thing my only plan for the rest of the day is to watch Empire. That's all I have to do is just watch Terrence Howard's Micropenis and Empire. It's perfect. Yeah, we talked about that in depth a a little while ago. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, we did. (laughs) That was number 10. 10 oranges in me in 30, in less than 30 minutes. In, let's say, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's too many oranges. It's an orange every... I'm, I'm peeling number five right now. All right, I'll peel number 11 then, you son of a gun. I have, well, I'm, I'm going to eat this whole box. I just want you to know I'm going to eat this entire box of oranges. 
I'm going to try to eat as many oranges as you have. Here's the thing. The contest should be who can finish all their oranges. <laughs> well, I bought more oranges, though. I bought two bags. Well, how bags. many are in each bag? Uh, Like 50, something like that. Bullshit. There's not 50 <laughs> Christmas oranges in each bag. Now, I I have already lost track of how many oranges I had to eat already a yeah. couple of times. Um, You're on four. How could you have lost count? <laughs> exactly. Oh, no. Here comes number 11. Oh. Straight to the dome. Mm. If you think that we're being hyperbolic about how much gruel they eat, there are two different uh, orphanages in this movie, mm -hmm. and they both serve the exact same gruel. Gruel is everywhere right now. That's like the staple food of the 1920s was gruel. Yeah. Hard times, you know? Hard times make hard people, you know? Yeah, that's why it was a better country back then, because it was hard. <laughs> Let's go back to the way it was. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do love that this entire movie leads is building up to like orphans getting one orange on Christmas Day and what an exciting thing that is. And I've eaten 11 oranges already. Yeah. The most insane uh, gift that they can even possibly dream up yeah. for Christmas is a flipping orange. Well, And we are having a contest to see how much we can eat exactly yeah uh but we also have a birthday we have rose's birthday the, mm -hmm. oh we're only at rose's birthday well we're getting things will pick up from here rose mm -hmm. has a birthday party uh, uh mrs hartley made her a wartime cake mrs hartley's a very loving warm woman who loves these orphans like her own kids and especially rose because she raised rose from like an infant like a baby she raised her to I don't know, eight, nine, seven. I don't know how old Rose is in this movie, but yeah. So Mrs. Harley feels very close to her. So she throws her a nice little birthday party, makes her a cake, even though there's a world war going on. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm guessing that cake is made out of beets or something like that. I, I don't know what they, but they used to do all kinds of wacky stuff for food back in the day. It's probably like a potato cake or something. You're more, a little bit of sugar on it. Oh, if you're lucky. It's probably just gruel that she put like <laughs> icing sugar on and was like... Wouldn't that be funny if they actually did that? That would be so fun. Well, especially considering Walter just, while they're talking, just rips a handful of it off and just eats, starts eating, goes, this is the best cake I've ever had. It's like, this is he just... doesn't even get uh, slapped on the wrist for it, though. It, it seems like Miss Hartley and everybody thinks it's very jovial. Well, I don't blame him. I mean, it's fun, and, like, let that kid eat cake, you know? That's what Mary Antoinette was all about. You think cake would be better than an orange on Christmas? I guess... What's her birthday? Mm -hmm. So... Cake is great on your birthday. Terrible at Christmas. Who's the cake for? Jesus? Well, yeah, of course. Or my yeah. sister. My sister is also a Christmas baby, so... Is why she the Messiah? Is, uh, no. Why no. is uh, cake so bad at Christmas? Because what are it for? For eating. Nah. It's delicious. Here's cake is awesome. Cake is awesome. But some cakes are more appropriate for Christmas time than other cakes. You wouldn't want, like, a Black Forest cake... <laughs> Hey, Christmas. Oh. Number 12. <laughs> Why number 12? I thought we were peeling 11. No, I ate that. 
I need some paper towel. My hands are so wet. Mom, that's your problem. I'm just going wet and sticky this whole thing. I don't care. I think I'm going to have to uh, change my pants. <laughs> Got too excited about the oranges? I understand. All this sugar is making me feel things I've never felt before. Mmm. Hyper. Well, I think this is how Eve turns into Steve. This is how Eve turns into Erm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, but watch a different episode for that. Of course, yeah. Um, uh, oh, the kids, it's time to go sledding. 1910 sledding. What fun. Except Felicity is cold, and as soon as Felicity was like, I'm not feeling very good, I went, she's going to die. 100% this girl's going <laughs> to die. 1,000%. No, no, why would they say that if she's not going to die? And so instead of like Felicity's like I don't feel very good I don't I don't want to go sledding and Rose just goes well can you just make it to the top of the hill and just like come sledding with us it just forces yeah. her to come sledding and so they sled they have a snowball fight Felicity is just like dying the whole time <laughs> yeah she's closer to death with each breath Ooh, beautiful. when she said she was sick I didn't see it coming I oh. didn't see it coming at all well you haven't seen enough movies yet I guess then. No, I'm not a sharp, uh, you know, critique. <sighs> uh, <laughs> oh, so, there's so much gas from the oranges. They they check in on Felicity, and she's got a fever and is definitely going to die, 100% going to die. Oh, yeah. So then they get back to the house, and three of the other kids are like, yeah, I feel sick too, actually. I'm not <laughs> doing well. And I went, oh, no. Yeah, I went, oh, no, is this the Spanish flu? And sure enough, it's the gun. <laughs> Influenza outbreak of 1918. You know, the last yep. big pandemic where everyone rallied together and did the right thing and then it was over and they could go back to their normal goddamn lives. Yeah, it was uh, It was tough seeing a movie uh, about a pandemic. Yeah, because it ends uh, in the movie and you go, oh, what a treat that would be to have a pandemic end. Yeah, spoiler alert, they use the orange oil to inject it into people. And it cures the influenza. <laughs> Christmas oranges. Thirteen. Thirteen? I thought we would both get to, like, four. Well, then you're a coward. <laughs> Buddy, I'm winning. I'm competitive. I'm winning this competition. I don't know if I could take any of these to the dome. Well, you should. You should try. Mm. Here's the thing. All right. They go down a lot easier if you just dome them. Just one shot McGrath, you know? Yeah, because I'm tasting each sugar molecule as it goes down. Yeah. You got to trick your body. I love sugar. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Felicity's dead, by the way. She totally dies of Spanish flu. Blup. And I thought, like, I thought they were all going to die from Spanish flu except for Rose. But it just takes Felicity, and then it kills Mrs. Hartley as well. Uh, oh, well. Sorry. Is there a couple others, or is it just those two? I think it's just those two. I think they're the uh, only ones. Like, the only ones that matter are the ones that die. None of the little kid. Nobody else dies. And it's like, oh. Yeah. Could the, could the adult have at least lived? Oh, not so well. Yeah, this is when I had a feeling that this movie might be a bit of a downer is when Rose and Felicity <laughs> are in bed and then, you know, yeah. Felicity's totally dying and Rose is singing to her. And it's very somber and melodic mm -hmm. and 
kind of beautiful but uh not really what i'm used to in these films well and also like i love that felicity who is a child who is like five or six years old is just going like please don't leave me alone please don't leave me alone and you're like oh my god you're gonna die at any second oh god Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's horrible what a horrible way to die (laughs) child uh Uh, let me just shove this orange into my face of course so yeah we don't have to (laughs) nobody's getting scurvy after this episode we are seed to the seed to the d you know we are very much anti-scurvy on this pod of course we were two of the first we've seen scurvy it's not great no (laughs) that was a weird voice who was that? I don't know. Is that a ghost of uh, Christmas present? I think that was, yeah, Ebenezer Scrooge coming here. That's ghost of my dumps pre- future that are just like, please don't do this to us. We love you, please. Uh, so uh, I thought you were going to jump in there, but you had a mouthful of orange, so. <laughs> yeah, this I'm... is ruining Christmas oranges for me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no, for real. Someone, I'm about to eat 14. Like, there have been Christmases where legit Christmas oranges are my favorite part of the holiday. I'm with you. I, I love me some. When I was younger, my family would go through, we would diesel like six, seven, eight boxes of Christmas oranges in the month of December. Easily. Yeah. And now my teeth have no enamel left on them. And I'm like, why are my teeth so sensitive? Oh, it's probably because of like the gallons of citrus that I ate every year. 14. <laughs> I I think he said uh, 11. So this is probably just his 11th orange, and I can still catch up because I'm peeling six, I think. Count your peels. Nah, I can't. Okay, that's fair. You can't count it. You can't. You rat it up. <laughs> you just tore up from the floor up, eh? Yeah, they're they're tip to taint all over the place. Mm-hmm. So uh, the the, the uh, people die. So then, yeah, some mean woman shows up and is like, "Hey, all you kids." Put on your best clothes, you grubby orphans. Get out in the living room because there's a bunch of rich people that want to adopt you, some of you. And And she's the only one who cares enough to show up, at least, and auction off these kids. (laughs) And she is mean (laughs) as heck about it. Oh, yeah. Like, this ruined her Saturday, her only day off. Yeah, it's her job to deal with orphans. She's like, I hate orphans. I wish all orphans would just die in the street alone. Hey, somebody's getting grapefruited over here. This uh, this uh, orange kick is making me wild. I'm thinking about all sorts of things. 15 right here, baby. You can't have 15. You're going to have a Christmas orange tree growing in your stomach. I am going to have a Christmas orange tree growing in my stomach, and uh, I'm not going to poop for weeks, so here we go. Um... So one by one, all the kids are getting snatched up by these rich people. And to be fair, the rich people look nice. Like, it's not like, mm-hmm. well, that's not true. The one boy definitely gets, like, adopted by a coal miner who is just like, well, small hands will help fix these gears of my tractor. So it's like, yeah. oh, whoops. Or start coal mining. Like, back in that uh, sort of era, there was no unions. No, there was know. no people stopping kids from working in coal mines. There was no one Littered with them. There was nobody telling you you couldn't eat 15 Christmas oranges. I think I'm peeling six. I have a very large pile of uh, orange peels in front of me. I can't even imagine the type of insanity you're looking at. It's a pretty good pile. Yeah. 
This is going to be rough in the back end yeah. of this episode. Gonna be rough. You're going to have a bad evening. It's okay. I got Empire to keep me company. It's going to be fine. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it, all right? I'm not scared. Um, so the three oldest orphans do not get picked. And I love that it's Rose, who is the main character, Josephine, mm-hmm. who is like her friend, I guess, and then a third girl who we're never introduced to. We don't get a name and we never see her again. It's like, we'll just have her get adopted. <laughs> like, why? I also don't remember her in previous scenes. I mean, she could have been in the background easily, but mm-hmm. I swear they got a new ca- uh, kid. Because you could just swap kids in and out when there's large orphanages involved. Oh, yeah. There's really kids. <laughs> kids are a dime <laughs> a dozen back then. So... <laughs> So we should also mention for Rose's birthday, Mrs. Hartley gave her a book and the book, the book. And in it, she wrote a little nice little inscription to her. That's like, Hey, you know, keep on keeping on and, uh, keep it gangster kid. Yeah. And it uh, should have been the Bible though. It should have been the Bible and she should have written in it. Hey, I'll see you at Sawcon. And she'll go, what's Sawcon? And Mrs. Hartley will go Sawcon these nuts and, and get her, you know, <laughs> bleep that bleep that. Won't, won't, can't. Okay. Um, so Josephine gets, uh, whatever. You're gone, Josephine. Other girl, pff, hardly knew you. Who cares? Rose is put on a train with the mean woman, and the yeah. two of them leave to go somewhere. So is this a free trip for the mean lady? Can she not just take this train? She must be able to just take the train. I bet the government paid for it. Yeah, like I was put on a train when I was like three years old. Wow, that's sad. Sorry to hear that, man. I had a crappy old lady with me. Oh, <laughs> it was so mean to you. Yeah. Uh, she sold me for Ooh. a bucket of chips. Sorry, Mike. Adjust my headphones. Are you here. checking yourself? No, I just got to adjust my headphones. They were digging into my ears, making my glasses dig into my ears. Well, your head's growing because of all the oranges. Mm. You're becoming a smart man. I'm becoming the annoying orange is what I'm becoming. No. Vitamin C is good around these times of years, you know? Yeah, it's not Especially good as vitamin in Haiti. D. But, yeah, well, that's the one thing Haiti doesn't have enough of is vitamin C, if you can believe it or not. A lot of deficiency here. We're on an island, no oranges. You you couldn't write this stuff. <laughs> you couldn't write it, folks. You just couldn't write it. <laughs> Rose forgets her book on the train. Because the mean woman's like, let's go. And she's like, I forgot my book. And the woman goes, I don't care. You get in the carriage. You're not going back I'm to the I'm on vacation. <laughs> this is my vacation. Here we are at a dude ranch. I'm so excited. <laughs> well, and, she's got a hookup in the next town over. And this was a free train ride. That's true. And I got really excited when they got to the new orphanage. Because from the outside, it looks like it's a ranch. And I was like, are, are we... They're having like a cowgirl summer crossover. We're gonna have a cowgirl Christmas. Well, not Christmas this week. ranch. Is this a Christmas ranch? Not this week. It ain't. That's <laughs> for sure. I'm definitely gonna have to change my pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Rose gets the new orphanage. Iron Gates. Uh, yeah, Iron Gates Orphanage. Lovely name. Sounds like home to me. Mm-hmm. I love to live there. Me too. This is sixteen. 16 what? 16 oranges. So you're a very good peeler. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm a very good peeler. I I I think we're getting into an insane. How many more oranges do you have? Do you have even enough? I probably have like twenty five oranges left. I don't even. No. Think, I don't even think I'm halfway through this box yet. <laughs> but I'm gonna do it for no. you, for you, Steve. <laughs> Because I love no. you. I'm going to eat all these oranges because you asked me to. You said you texted me and said, hey, let's eat oranges while we do this. And I went, I'll eat as many as, I'll, I'll crush you in this. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to bury your name in the dirt at the end of this competition. I feel like we need to take a break. No, we're going to keep going. What are you talking about? No breaks. <laughs> no breaks. Much like the offspring saying, no breaks. All right. All right. Just don't. Don't eat too many oranges. I'm sorry. Is this not a competition with no prize at the end of it and nothing but bragging rights to keep us warm at night? Yeah, I'm eating the most oranges possible. <laughs> okay. Uh, good night. Well, we <laughs> we're introduced to Mr. Clapton, who is the owner of this Ding Dang Iron Gates orphanage, and. Uh, <laughs> when they first show him, the first thing we see is like a peg hit a stair. Like a, it turns out it's a cane, but I thought that he had a peg leg when we were first introduced to him, and I was very excited to see uh, how they were going to pull that off in 2012. So you were hoping for like a pirate, um, yeah, kind of like a pirate ranch orphanage crossover type thing. Mm -hmm. Where, like, there would be a bad orphanage owner, obviously. That's the pirate. Mm -hmm. Obviously, 17. And did you think there was going to be an orange uh, orchard? I thought there was going to be oranges in this movie, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, there are no oranges at this point in the movie. No. And we're, like, 45 minutes in. Yeah, I clocked the first mention of an orange is at 49 minutes into the movie. So, Which is absolutely crazy. Gruel has shown up at least ten times the amount of oranges by oh, this yeah. point. And once we get to Iron Gates, hilarious lines start getting thrown out. Like, you've been sent to Iron Gates because you have nowhere else to go. No one wants you. Hilarious thing to say to an orphan. Or also, there's a, there's a girl who lives at the orphanage named Celeste who... Is just being lied to, I guess. Like, her parents, her dad's in the army, and her mom is busy doing something else. But, like, she's been at the orphanage for a while. <laughs> like, this isn't... She's a not, couple she, of years. From the sounds of it. So she's eating good. She's eating, like, good food. And at, at the dinner, she's like, oh, this is just so much food. I don't think I can eat it all. And one of the, all the other kids are eating gruel. And one of the kids goes, could I have some of it? And she goes, no, you may not. <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> Pretty funny dunking I, on kids. I like those two little girls. They always uh, kind of snap at Celeste mm -hmm. in a real fun way. Like, not too digging, but, like, very posh. Like, Celeste has carries herself like she's queen bee of this orphanage, and yet everyone disrespects her all the time and clowns her at every opportunity. It's kind of beautiful to see that these kids are just like, we don't... We'll do your hair, Celeste, but we're going to trash talk you the entire time we're doing your hair. How does that sound? We're going to make fun of you to your face. She, Celeste uses fear and hate to uh, 
push on her uh, other orphans, and everybody just teehees okay. Exactly. They love it. So <laughs> so that night, they're all laying in bed together because all, all the girls sleep in a big room in a bunch of beds, but Celeste gets her own bed because her daddy's in the army and is paying, I guess, for her to be there. Which like Big bed. But, like... Why wouldn't you send her to, like, a boarding school or something? Oh, my wife is here sharking around. I think she wants to eat one of my oranges. Do you want an orange? You can't. Babe? Tell him not to eat so many oranges. Uh, Steve, can you tell her to tell you that? Steve says I shouldn't eat so many oranges. What do you it think? Smells, it smells like an orange in here. Tell yeah. her how many oranges you've eaten. I've eaten 17 oranges. 17? She looks shocked and appalled, if I'm being honest. I can smell yeah. oranges delicious well, that's great that's great you want to jump on mic talk about these oranges no are they good yeah well i've eaten 17 of them i hope they're good <laughs> yeah i hope so too what do you if you eat too many oranges do you get diarrhea or do you get no poops uh i mean it's a fruit so i would guess that you probably have intestinal i think she's talking about powdered milk right now well i guess we'll i guess we'll find out this will be a fun experiment uh steve how many oranges have you eaten uh, I think I'm on seven. He says he's on seven. Maybe. Can you believe how how bad I'm kicking his butt right now? Come on. What a coward this guy well, is. Okay, it was so sweet. The same size as yours. Yeah, they're the same size as mine. Okay. Yeah. I know. You don't gotta tell me. He's a freaking well, dud. He's a, he's holding back this competition. <laughs> I'm peeling I'm eighteen. Trying to, I'm trying to really uh kick it into high gear here. Uh so the girls find out that Rose can sing and they're like you have a beautiful singing voice and I go that's because you haven't heard anyone sing ever because you're orphans you've heard other orphans sing but you've never heard Mariah Carey you've never heard Michael Buble you you don't know real artists who do you think the Michael Buble was of the 1918s that's probably some doodad guy hey yeah it was probably like Grace Kelly or something like that Arnold Palmer Oh, my favorite drink. Do you think do you think Arnold Palmer's existed before Arnold Palmer and they were just called something yeah. else? Oh, you mean the drink, not the human being? Yeah, well, I don't think Arnold Palmer's existed as human beings before the Arnold Palmer started the lineage of the Palmers. I don't know. What if there were thousands of Arnold Palmers throughout history and none of them just made became famous? <laughs> Maybe. What if your co-host was about to eat his 18th orange? <laughs> too many oranges. Mm. Um, well, I I feel like I did my due diligence to <laughs> try to get your wife to get you to stop eating uh, oranges. So if anything bad happens, it's off my conscience. This guy's trying to. <coughs> <coughs> this guy's out trying to get me. He's trying to trick me into stopping the competition so that he can surge ahead and crush me in this orange eating competition. But let me tell you, I got a surge. I- <laughs> I'm on 18, and I'm not slowing down, my brother. I'm eating this whole box of oranges. So, uh... uh, These orphans suck. Oh, man, I can barely see right now. (laughs) Blurred vision. Yeah, I hate this blurred vision. Um, So... Mr. Clapton's got a bunch of rules. He's a very strict man. He's no-nonsense. Some of the rules are like, you're not allowed out of your room after lights out. Uh, sit still and be still, <laughs> whatever that one rule is. Um, don't dig in my books. Certainly don't go into my room and start digging through my books to try to find pictures of my daughter who looks like you. Please don't do that. And, like, 
That's exactly what Rose does, that little booger nose. She goes in and she roots, she finds the book, not her copy of the book, but another copy of the book, and she grabs that book and wants to, it's like Rebecca in the Secret Garden or some nonsense. And I think uh, Mr. Crampton is away trying to find his daughter. Yeah, he's like, he's estranged from her. She's yeah, gone. He's estranged. Oh, yeah, for sure he's estranged. And uh, mm-hmm. she's gone off doing, she's got her own life going on, but she used to look just like Rose when she was younger. But also, yeah. like, hire an actress to be the pictures of the kid, to like, to play the, to play Grace, the kid. Don't just yeah. get Rose to do it, because it's weird then. Get a kid that at least looks like Rose or something like that. It just, it's just weird that they're like, yeah, his daughter was a dead ringer for this orphan, and then nothing becomes of that. This is bizarre. Like, get a wig or something. Yeah, get a wig. Throw a wig on her. Give her a mohawk. <laughs> I'm always thinking about putting wigs on actors and how funny that would be. It would be way better than what they currently do, which is no wigs. And then there's the scene of Gruel. More Gruel. Joe shows up. We meet Joe. He's the orange man. He's their orange connect. And yeah. uh, he's uh, he loves Finally those kids. Finally oranges. Finally oranges. Uh, in fact... This is so at 49 minutes, we get this line. Uh, Emily, who is Rose's friend at the new orphanage, goes, You know what my favorite part of Christmas is? When Joe brings the oranges. And I was like, Here we go, baby. Let's see those oranges. Number 19. Let's eat it. Like, I wonder if it's an artistic choice to only show the <laughs> audience gruel and gruel yeah. and more gruel. Just to get you salivating. Because you know oranges are coming up. It's the title of the flippin' thing over here. Well, I think... But... Yeah? Yeah. No, I just ended on Bud. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just... I think angels eat oranges in heaven. So, what yeah. do you think of that? God. Always. That's why it's Beautiful on... angels. It's why it's on Pure Flix. Beautiful angels waiting to get just split in half by God so that they can make a baby with them and create life here on Earth. Every time. Every time. Oh rip me God. apart, God. Oh. I've ate too many oranges. How many oranges have you eaten? Seven? Nineteen. Huh? The thing about oranges is that they're super creamy going down your throat. Oh. And that's uh that's the best part of them for me. I'm crushing you in this competition. You truly are. <laughs> uh, um, right. Have you gone back around? Like, you, you started out not liking the oranges, then you liked them. Are I you st- back to not liking them? No, Has st- it gone back and forth? I still like them. My body is like, hey, you should probably stop. Like, not too many more oranges, right? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm probably going to eat at least 25 of them. Well, I mean, we'll see. My body's like, please, please, bear. Please don't do that. No, too bad, body. My brain makes the decisions. My mouth... Is your mouth just so full of saliva from all the tart orange juice? Like, my... I'm so wet. I I just feel a wetness about me that is (laughs) unquenchable. I'm drenched, man. I'm totally drenched right now. If if this (laughs) mouth could talk, it would tell you that it's drenched. It's soaking wet right now. My hands are just so soaked and drenched, and my mouth is salivating like crazy. I feel like Mr. Ranch. <laughs> you are Mr. Ranch. I've said that to you a million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. 
Yeah. Uh, Mr. Clapton leaves to go. I get he has like a private investigator trying to find his daughter, and then he shows up at the house that he thinks his daughter's at, and they're like, "There's nobody here named that." And he's so mad at the guy who was like investigating. He was like, "Well, they said she was here. What do you? Want me to do? I don't know who your freaking daughter is. I don't know." This is an investigation. You try leads and you figure them out. You don't just hop on a horse and go to the next town. Uh, right when you get a letter that she's here, you you call for yeah. You make sure that what's up is what's up, and so email them, WhatsApp yeah. them, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Tweet at them. Hey, what's up at Pureflix? Are you ever going to sponsor this show? Are you at the Real Grace? Please. Are you effed in the A? Do you think we or somebody should? I don't think we have the right chops uh, to uh, remake this movie for modern times. Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be great. I would love you that. A kid, could you imagine a stupid kid being like, I can't wait to try an orange. Can you believe that oranges? I'm about to eat my 20th orange, kid. Shut up. Don't even act like oranges are special. I'm putting these down like they're Oreos in a sleeve. They mean nothing to me. I'm going to forget I ate these oranges by tomorrow. Just kidding. My a body. whole sleeve? My body. Oh, you're going to remember these oranges Yeah. Tomorrow. My body keeps the scar. It's going gonna, it's gonna to know about these oranges for sure. I can't wait to go to the local uh, curling rink in Haiti here and uh, curl tomorrow. Oh, no, Bubby. That's going to be tough. Oh, maybe they'll smell great, though. Maybe I'll just fart uh, oranges. My wife says she can smell oranges from the living room, so that's pretty impressive. How could you not? There's so much orange erm <laughs> just spritzing all over the place. <laughs> 20. <laughs> Like, we could squeeze the peels that we have and stain a deck. We've definitely consumed enough to stain a deck. (laughs) Is your body... It it seems like your body is refusing to let that orange in. Like, it just got stopped at the mouth and your muscles refuse to work at getting that in. I'm dry... It's twenty, and when I put it in my mouth, my tongue, like, shot up to the roof of my mouth to try to block it off. Yeah. And it, it made me make a weird noise. I was like, <laughs> "That was my body going like, hey, 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 we're all full at the end here. You got to go to the manger, buddy. You're not. This isn't gonna work out for you." I honestly thought I would catch up to you. I I thought my endurance would last. Well, I'm not stopping. I'm not waiting. I'm not waiting for you to catch up to me, pal. I'm I'm living my life a quarter mile at a time. I'm living my life one Christmas orange at a time, all right? According to Jim. Christmas Eve is tomorrow, man. They're going to get in trouble tonight and then they're going to Christmas is going to get canceled. I feel yiz drunk. <laughs> what? are you talking about <laughs> you you seemed used to the dome you have too much acidic uh culture in your body right now i'm feeling 21 at the moment <laughs> oh i thought you said i'm feeling 21 <laughs> like you had so much erm inside of you that you just were bursting with youth hey man right now as i peel my 21st orange I feel like 20. I feel like I'm 21 again. <laughs> 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 oh. 
Yeah, that's a that's a good movie. Twenty one again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now it seemed like you were kind of hunching over in <laughs> disgust. No, the smell of oranges is starting to get to me. Mm. <laughs> it's starting not to smell very good to me. Once you mentioned the smell, or your wife did? My wife, yeah. All I could smell was oranges and that like very sharp, oily orange. Yeah, man, because you're living in it. <laughs> you're living in those oranges. I'm only at nine i mean you didn't stop to see how nine felt i think you just kept chugging i didn't even know nine existed i barely even acknowledged i was i was in a rush to get to 10 i wanted to get those double digits and now i'm in the (laughs) 20s i don't even know what the double digits felt like too bad we don't have 100 oranges do you think (sighs) there's a limit to how many a human being can eat probably yeah if i had to guess i'd say even kobayashi himself couldn't eat all these oranges 22. Did you look up the limit? For how many oranges a person can eat? Uh, yeah. No, but I know you can overdose on vitamin C. I do know that that's a thing, and it'll F you up. It won't kill you, but it'll make you feel pretty lousy, I think. Yeah, that uh, that's a real worry for me. I guess, should you Google how many Christmas oranges is a dangerous amount of, yeah. cr- dangerous amount of Christmas oranges? Honestly, I can't really Google right now because... My hands are so wet, they just slide off the keys. Lick like your hands. Orange. Just lick your hands, you wild animal. Where do I put this wet orange? In your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> More girl. 21? Is this 21 or 22? Oh, God. I mean, this is 22 because you were talking about 21 earlier? Yeah, this is 22. Yeah, you're right. I think you've got to stop eating oranges. Here, here it comes. Here's over the lips and past the gums. Look out, 21 other oranges. Here this one comes. Oh. I have to assume when we uh, remove ourselves from this mortal co- coil mm-hmm. and join God, yeah. um, will you, our Father, uh, who are in heaven, parts in heaven yeah. will you remember this moment before you uh, pass through? I think so, yeah. This is right up there with the eggnog drinking contest I had at Shoppers Drug Mart where I used to work. Yeah, I think but that I, was a kid's game. Yeah, but I crushed everyone in that one, too. I drank, like, like seven. <laughs> you know, the, like, the, the cartons of, of eggnog, it's, like, not the little one. It's not a jug, but it's, like, the in-between. You know what I'm talking about? The leader? The leader. I drank about seven of those, I think, one one day at work. And crushed the competition by, like, five or six. <laughs> it wasn't even close. Those clowns couldn't even keep up to me. To me. See, I, I had no idea what I was walking into <sighs> when I uh, proposed this food contest. You, you're you really living a doggy dog uh, life when it comes to this shit. <laughs> How many... How many oranges is bad oranges? How many oranges? Okay, so the good news is, <laughs> the good news is, is that the worst thing that's going to happen is cramping, diarrhea, bloating, and nausea. No problem. Uh-huh. They say, they say oranges are great for you, but you should enjoy them in moderation. 
Some person named Thornton Wood says, Eating in large quantities could give you gastrointestinal symptoms if you are sensitive to the high fiber content, so it's best to have no more than one a day. Yeah. Not 22 or 9 in your... 8? 9? Where are you? 9. Uh, I think I'm at 8 or 9, for sure. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that, that didn't tell us anything. What are you talking about? That told us everything. Eat one. Don't eat more than that, or you're gonna get sick. Uh, maximum amount of oranges. Good call. How much? How much is a bad amount of oranges to eat on a stomach full of mac and cheese? <laughs> That's what I need <laughs> to know. I need to know those specifics, please. Okay, what happens if I eat ten oranges a day? Yeah, let us know. Uh, while you're doing that, there's a great part where uh uh Rose is up in the attic because that's where the punished kids go up in the attic and Emily sneaks up there and they're she's like, Hey, do you know any other songs? And Emily or Rose starts going, I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, Reeves. Thought that was very funny. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. Oranges. Do chilies. Christmas Baby back grave. A baby back grave. How many oranges? Baby back grave. How many oranges? Too many oranges. I gotta eat three more. I gotta get to twenty-five. I can't. I can't puss out at twenty-two. I gotta get twenty-five in me, dog. Okay. Uh, all these articles are like, try not to eat this many, <laughs> or like, don't eat this many. What's the? But like, tell me what the maximum is. Yeah. What's the fatal amount of oranges I have to eat? Let me know. How many until my skin turns orange? Like Arnold on the Magic School Bus. Fatal amount of oranges. I'm looking it up, and if it doesn't tell us, we're in the clear. Uh, yeah, for sure we are. Maybe no one's ever tried this before. They must have. Yeah. It's Somebody said approximately 10,000. But... Oh, well, pff, fine then. I can eat 25. <laughs> it's nothing. <laughs> see if see how much, how much vitamin C is in one orange, and then see how much vitamin C is bad for you. And then that'll that'll tell us the correct answer. Yeah, we gotta write a paper on this. I think. <laughs> yeah, I have to. This I'm doing is my some investigation. I'm doing my dissertation on oranges and how much is fatally poisonous to eat. I love that oh. this this started as a fun competition. Well, no, it was a bloodbath from the start. <laughs> and now yeah. it's like, are we gonna die in this? We're probably not, but best to find out. I'm getting sweaty. Oh, 23. Okay, there's 43.2 milligrams of uh, vitamin C in a uh, mandarin orange. Mm hmm. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's great. How much is it fatal? How much is it? 43? Uh, is this good podcasting? How much is it? 43. What was it per? How many grams of sugar? Uh, fifty-three point two. Fifty-three point two. And the fatal amount. Yep. Oh. Uh, it looks like eleven thousand nine hundred. Oh, we're good then. I've consumed twelve hundred grams of vitamin C so far, so I don't even care. I'm golden. I mean, this. I have. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten oranges left. So if I can diesel down 10 more oranges, I'll have eaten 33 oranges, and I'll be the the most adult person on this show. <laughs> That's what... 
Well, you are the firstborn. That's true, yeah. Speaking of oranges, <laughs> Joe is here, <laughs> and he's brought the Christmas oranges. It's Christmas Eve. Oh, thank goodness. Thank God. And they he, he's got them in a little box, and uh, Rose is in trouble, and she's cleaning the house, so she runs into him, and he's like, hey, uh, I'm not supposed to do this, but you want to see these oranges and she's like please sir i've never even eaten an orange they must be what angels eat up in heaven and he goes well i got them from florida so i don't effing know i don't know and he shows her these oranges and they're like navel oranges I'm like these yeah. are these aren't my beautiful mandarins what are these well the the slobo went to china back then so that's you true. couldn't really uh get mandarin oranges like you can today no that's definitely true yeah yeah you had to settle for the navels the classic navel which but they're so hard to peel they're and just and like there's like a 70 percent chance it's going to be dry and like just like a husk of an orange like they oranges are like mostly bad like a lot of the time so but this is like pre-industrialization of oranges. Like you're getting a real fresh organic uh, orange right from the vine, That's right true. from Florida's tea. That's true. Twenty-four. Oh. Twenty-four. Get some more. When she gets these oranges, she goes right to the smell, and I was weirded out by this. But then when I thought Why? about it, oranges do have a very nice smell. Very refreshing. 24 of them peeled in a tiny room smells amazing. Yeah. It's not... I bet you my basement has never smelled so great. Of course, yeah. Um, I do like that... Um, uh, um, who's this guy? Joe. <laughs> I do like that Joe is like, are you happy, heroes? And she goes, well, I try to make the best of things. <laughs> Which is... Such a sad way to say no. Yeah. It, it's the happiest sad way of saying no. Because it's done in the best of spirits. Yeah. But uh, it makes it that much more sad. Yeah. It's it's a little kid going, I don't know how to say no to an adult. So I'll, I guess I'll just yeah. have to fudge it somehow and go, well, I try to make the best of things. Yeah, like and this is our very ruly uh, orphanage manager's brother. Oh, yeah, loose dink, swinging it around, brother. He just wants to have fun, man. He loves it. <laughs> yeah, he's the cool He's the cool dad. Yeah, of course, of course. And I'm like, at this point, they're like, oh, you, Rose, you have to, you have to sing for the, or the people, people coming tonight, you got to sing for the patrons, the people who, the, you got you to sing. <laughs> You can sing for the benefactors. That's what I'm trying to get at. You gotta, yeah, Rose. You gotta sing for the benefactors tonight. Not you, Celeste. I know you do it every year because you've been here forever. But it, Rose gets to go in your face, <laughs> and it's in Celeste's face a lot, yeah. a lot throughout this movie. Yeah, like Celeste will say something, and then Mr. Crampton is. Just like, no, Rose got it now. <laughs> yeah, and like Celeste is always trying to rat out Rose. And Mr. Clapton is like, all right, she's busted, but you don't get any. Like, no one likes a snitch, Celeste. Everyone hates a snitch, you know? And Celeste stinks. Exactly. She, like, she smells bad. Yeah, if only she smelled like Christmas oranges. <laughs> so. And these 
these benefactors is how this uh, orphanage runs from year to year. Exactly. And they all come and watch these terrible orphans sing poorly. I thought they sounded good. I thought they sounded good as a choir. (laughs) It is. That's because if you get a group of kids together and sing, generally it elicits a good reaction. But if you really tone in, they're dumb. They suck. They, they are dumb. You're right about that. 25. Um. Straight to the dome. And I feel like Rose's singing is probably the worst in this entire movie in this scene. She doesn't She doesn't hit it like she hits some other scenes. Certainly not the death scene of uh, her poor, poor Felicity earlier. Yeah, well, and like Silent Night is also just like not a very good song like it's like it's like the christmas song your grandma loves because it's like super inoffensive and just like godly and of course and holy yeah Yeah, it's very hoary yeah (laughs) but it's it stinks it's not a very good song you know like i like it i like it a lot well sing uh oh holy night that's the best christmas song and you can fight me on that oh holy night's the best it's got that high note at the end Ooh, you hear a choir sing that and and they hit that divine. Ooh, it sounds good. No, Silent Night trash. Yuck, get it out of here. Did you ever go caroling as a kid? I'm about to peel 26. I'm eating 33 oranges, just so you know. I'm going to go for it. No. Why? As long as you keep me updated on your poops. Ain't no stopping us now, man. The train has left the station, and uh, we're about to hit 26... I'm about to peel. I'm my gonna catch up. I hope you do. Honestly, I don't think I have that many oranges. I didn't I'm think you did. On a bag. You jerk. <laughs> Making me eat all these oranges. Making me drink all this orange juice. I I think I have like 25 oranges. If I could uh, call it. Well, then orange I, and orange. I better eat one more so that I win then. <laughs> <laughs> I had no chance at this, by the way. I there I don't like to consume things fast. Like if there's a a chugging competition with a bunch of bros, you know, you're at the you're at the bar and you got to chug. I don't chug. I'm not gonna chug. I don't want to drink it fast. If you're gonna be a cowgirl, you gotta chug. Yeah, you should have said that to me earlier. That would have got me in the spirit. Yeah, you would have. Um. So, uh, so finally, finally, it's Christmas morning. Yeah, and uh, I have this note written down. Yeah, Joe, hang those oranges. I'm about to bust. <laughs> sure enough, he does. Hangs the oranges. Hangs popcorn garland on the tree. And uh, Rose is so excited to break the rules. Is he downstairs and see all the Christmas oranges and. Uh, Celeste totally rats her out, and she gets in trouble for it later. Yeah, big trouble. The biggest trouble in the world, because they get to the scene where they're about to pass out these oranges. Everybody should get their oranges. And this is the best part of their year. Christmas. To have the bite of this orange. Oh, what could be better than eating 26 Christmas oranges? So Joe gives them all out, and then finally it's Rose's turn, and she is so filled with wonder 
and gets that orange in her hand and Mr. Crampton comes down and says, come on, are you kidding me? There's no way you're getting this orange. She are you snuck, kidding me? She snuck down, she came out of bed and she saw the Christmas tree. Dude, you don't get an orange now. You broke all the rules. Get up to the attic. Get up to the attic, <laughs> little kid. And, and I, her penance is to uh, scrub the whole orphanage. Yeah. Tip to tomp. Yep, that's what he says. From tip to taint, scrub it all. Scrub it up, dub, kid. And she instead runs away. She leaves. Oh, sir, what's the taint? <laughs> well, it taints your balls and it taints your butt, you know? <laughs> Yeah, he goes into that. There's yeah. a long scene about that. But... Big. While all the other kids are like, they want to eat their oranges, Mr. Clapton is busy talking to Joe about what taints are uh, in ours. Uh, taint talk first. Hey, uh, that's, uh, that's the rules. The adults have to finish their taint talk before you can eat your orange. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, this orange is, is a dud. Have you had any duds? No, they've all been... <sighs> Steady. Oh, they've been really good. <laughs> I thought the first one was tart. Well, once you eat 26, you kind of forget what the first one was like. You kind of go, hey, they've all been good. So, so. I thought I had you. So, uh, Rose runs away. Joe is pissed. He's like, you've gone too far, Eric Clapton. You just, you've gone too far this time. And he's like, I don't even, oh, that rattles me to the core, actually. I'm pretty upset about it. And uh, so, uh, Rose scrubs the entire house. That's what, well, I'm sorry. Scrub the house, loser. Also, Joe finds her when she runs away, and he's like, hey, why don't you come back to my cabin? Let's get you warmed up, and we'll get you some cocoa or whatever. And he does, you know, he's nice to her. But then she finds out that Grace, who is Mr. Clapton's daughter, ran, left him or whatever. And But she left Joe a letter being like, when you think my dad is ready, when you think my dad's done being a dingus, give him this letter. And uh, we don't know what the contents of it is, though, because no one's ever opened it. And she's and Rose is like, how long have you been holding on to this letter for? And he's like, I don't know, a while. I don't know, like forever. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, 15 years. I don't know, whatever. Who cares? It doesn't hey, matter. Hey, I found five bucks. What? You know you can <laughs> buy with that? Digging. You can buy some Christmas oranges. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that even buying more oranges is even in your brain, in your psyche at all, is absolute insanity. Give me more. Me want more oranges. I'm about to eat 27th. I'm about to eat my 27th, my man. My wife thought You know what's would... fun to say? Huh. More oranges. Give me more oranges. Yeah, that is fun to say. Um, Merry Christmas oranges, Eric Clapton, they say several times. Uh... Rose scrubs the whole house, and then um, that night she's dead tired because she did. She went. She went to bed with no supper either. That was her punishment. Scrub the house and no supper. Yeah, you held up your what? hands. You held up your hands as if you had something to add to that. No, it was two. She got two punishments. Oh, I thought you were like saying peace to me, as in like peace on earth, goodwill towards men, and. I'm gonna Steve out. I'm gonna Tonight. eat two more Christmas oranges. Uh, I doubt it. I think this is my last. How many, how many have you eaten? I think this is eleven. That's respectable. You're in the double digits, baby. That's great. Yeah. Uh. So, all the orphans wake 
rose up in the middle of the night and they're like, hey, wake up, stupid, wake up. And she's like, what? What's going on? <laughs> like the, her first her first instinct is like, oh, the house is on fire or something. Like her first instinct is concern. What's going on? And they go, hey, you didn't get a Christmas orange. That's not fair. Here you go. And I legitimately got a little choked up at this moment. All of the orphans peeled all their oranges and they all threw in one slice from each of their oranges to make a new orange for Rose. And then they re-wrapped it in a nicely peeled peel so Rose could yeah. get an orange at the end of the day. And like, it was very sweet. It almost made me tear up. Yeah. It's like a one all-together peel made with a knife. In it, and it swirls back on the new orange. The thing about this movie is... is it's kind of a lovely movie. You kind of get drawn into it a little bit. It's well done, well acted, um, well written, I think. But it, it's just kind of about poor orphans wanting an orange and then not getting an orange and then getting one. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> hey, you wanted an orange? Guess what? You got an orange, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. The end, pretty much. Although, <laughs> Rose sneaks in to Mr. Clapton's office. She puts the letter on his desk. She puts a, a couple of slices of orange on his desk and says, like, from your friend Rose. Rose is a very nice kid in this movie. I I quite admired Rose. I was like, you are you are a very good kid. When people are mean to her, she's like, I wish I knew why they were mean to me. Like, what's going on in their life? I feel bad for them that they're so miserable that they have to make me miserable. It was like, you're really mature and understanding for a seven, eight, nine-year-old. Good for you. It's uh, it was actually one of my uh favorite watches of these uh podcast movies. I oh, I no thought way. it was an okay film. Oh, ugh, no way. <laughs> well, I'm glad you enjoyed. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed was it. Was it the dirt on their the- faces the whole time? That yeah, was the dirty souls. Yeah. Um, Boxing Day rolls around and the kids are getting biscuits and gravy, and we get my favorite moment in the whole movie. All the orphans are sitting around the table. There's there's two, like, boys that are roughly Rose's and Emily's age. They're probably, like, 10 or 11 years old. And they've been... They started off as antagonists, and then Emily or Rose earned their respect, and they like her, and they're, they kind of go to bat for her at one point. But they're sitting there. So there's... The, the housemaid has made biscuits and gravy. So each kid has a biscuit on their plate. And they're passing a jug of gravy down the table. And each kid is yeah. pouring gravy onto their plate. Looks like Jugs. really good gravy. Like re- dark brown gravy. Oh, it looked great. On a good biscuit? Ooh, we gotta gotta love it. So they get down the, the, the jug. I'm hungry. Yeah, me too. I could go for some biscuits and gravy. <laughs> yeah. So the jug is getting passed down. And it gets to this kid, Gilbert, who has eaten 85% of his biscuit at this point. He takes the jug... And then, like, looks into the camera and then, like, slowly pours a little drop of gravy on his biscuit, just looking confused the whole time. Like, am I supposed to be doing that? I ate all my biscuit. And then he passes the gravy boat on. And then after that point, two characters bring up how many biscuits Gilbert ate during lunch. So... I think that kid ate that biscuit really quickly on the day they were filming it, and then they just razzed him about it mercilessly and made a point of mentioning it in the movie and being like, that Gilbert, he was just eating biscuits like crazy earlier. Just made me laugh. Dunked on the kid for no reason. I wrote it down. Like, people really rag on Gilbert for eating the biscuit. Yeah, they really do. And that is very plausible. 
28. Well, I'm about to peel what? it. What? 28 what? Uh, oranges. Christmas oranges. Christmas oranges. Mr. Clapton's happy. He goes to find Grace. Uh, he leaves the... He gets the letter, and the letter's like, Dad, I forgive you. I love you. Come spend Christmas with me, even though I sent this years ago. Whatever. He goes out to find his daughter. He leaves Joe in charge of the orphanage. All the orphans are so excited. They're so happy. And um, yeah. and then... Uh, There's no arc for Joe, though. He He's just kind of a cuck throughout this whole movie. <laughs> yeah, he's a cuck to children. Yeah. But, I mean... 28. I... I guess uh, Mr. Crapton eventually comes back because mm-hmm. uh, it seems like he's going to go away forever. And then at the end of the movie, like, oh, he did come back. Mm-hmm. And why is that there? And he was nice. Well, he was nice now. Yeah, for sure. And then for no reason, Josephine shows up with her family. Yeah. And why? Th- it's like, it's like, oh, and then Josephine showed up and then, and then it's over. And then that, and then the movie ends. You're like, well, wait, why is Josephine there? And they go, don't even worry about it. How many oranges can you eat? And you go, <laughs> it's like Rose got to write the end of this movie. Like the little kid was like, where's Josephine? Well, she like just went to a different orphanage and yeah. something happened with her life. No, I need to see her again. It'll wrap her up. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not how this works, kid. They go. She goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Just write her in. They go. Well, but what's she gonna do? And she goes. I don't know. Hug me, and then we'll never hear or see from her again. And they go. Okay, perfect ending then. Great. Well, her father owns Bridgestone Multimedia Group. So. Well. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> that's a soundbite. Now that's... Those string of noises were very uh, fun in a row. Now, now that's a Christmas orange. <laughs> hey, uh, Steve, what did you think of Christmas Oranges? Are we going to wrap up Christmas Oranges first, or are we going to wrap up this contest? Oh, uh, uh, I think... it seems like you still want to eat more oranges. <laughs> my brain wants to eat more oranges. I mean, yeah. I'm at 28, and my brain is like, you could do 30. But I, I'm thinking of my wife, and I'm like, there's only five oranges left in this box, so... Maybe yeah. I should leave a couple of oranges for my wife to eat because I'm a good husband. Yes, I ate 28 of them like a monster and deprived her of those oranges, but I'm leaving her five. That's pretty nice of me. And she ate two, so she's going to eat yeah. seven oranges to my 29. I think that's a fa- 28, sorry. I think that's a f- pretty fair trade. I think that's an excellent trade, and I, I think I won this competition. Um, How dare you? How? We'll never be able to count these peels. How and dare you? the evidence will say otherwise. How many oranges did you eat? Probably twelve or so. Well, that's pretty respectable. I think I think if you tell your wife that number first, she's gonna go, Wow, twelve Christmas oranges. That's a lot of Christmas oranges, and then you're gonna go, Yeah, but Adam ate twenty eight of them and she'll oh. go, Oh, is he gonna die? And you go, I hope so. I don't know. We'll see. Well, well, we got to finish out Christmas on this podcast, and uh, that means you cannot die. What are we eating next week? Uh, uh, I think we should eat Gruel. some Christmas oranges next week. 
Should that be should that be every episode in December as we just eat as many Christmas oranges as we possibly can? Here's what here's what yeah. I'm gonna propose. I could do this again. How bad is my if my diarrhea is not too bad after today? I am down for eating another box of Christmas oranges next okay. week. Every week until we get to Christmas. See if you can beat the number this week. Exactly. Well, you gotta get your system used to it. You you can't start from a hundred. No, no. But I do fully intend on eating a hundred by the end of December. I, I can I make that promise? We only got four weeks. It's not a five week uh, month either. Well, we only have three weeks left, and I've I've set the gauntlet down at twenty eight. So if yeah. I can, if I can eat on average twenty five Christmas oranges every episode until the end, easy. then December's a cakewalk. Hundreds easy. What what's that? It's nothing. Nothing. Hey, what did you think of Christmas oranges? Did you love them? <laughs> I I enjoyed watching this film. I was in the mood for something kind of bland but decent. Uh, <laughs> what did you think of this movie? You were looking for the movie equivalent of gruel, and baby, you got yeah. it. I think I'm going to eat gruel next time. <laughs> <laughs> How much gruel well, can you eat? I... I, I uh, this movie was fine. I did love that it dealt with the last major pandemic that we experienced as a society, and I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I liked uh, how they teased out the Christmas oranges and then finally gave yeah. them to us. I'm tired. I'm, yeah. I think You're I'm, crashing, baby. I think Already? I'm going to die. I think I'm going to die. I think this is me dying right now. Uh, call the hospital. Call 911. <sighs> uh, yeah. Just keep that one out. One open. I'm putting the I'm dialing nine one in my phone, and the last one is going to be on a like a dead man's trigger. And so if I collapse, I'm pressing that one as I collapse, and and then it rings. So also tell your wife or lock yourself in the room and don't talk to her all evening. <laughs> don't come check on me. I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine, lady. <laughs> well, until next week, here's some Christmas chiz in your eye. Ho, ho, ho. I love you. Merry Christmas. I love you. We love you. I'm Chism. I'm Chism. I'm Chism. What? That's great. I'm Chism. Probably going to eat some Christmas oranges today. Merry Christmas. That's great. I'm going to have another one. I'm going to vomit.